time. Okay, ready? Go. Go. Birds aren't real. Uh, they were created by the government and Big Bird, uh, which is the industry that runs it. And clouds are actually t designed to... Most clouds are hiding drone projectors that project images of birds. You ever see touch a bird while it's flying? I don't think so. Uh, Mr. Mr. Genie, sir, I would like to allocate my other 27 seconds to the gentleman in this shirt over there. Thank you, Joe. I just wanted to say about that was plants. That my gavel. So I wanted to say there's, there's a lot of evidence that plants um, talk to each other. They, they have thoughts. They have emotions. So The government has been experimenting on pigments since the 60s. If we get to 20,000, I'll eat all the frog legs I can get yeah. and then throw them up on camera and then sleep. Oh, in guys. <laughs> Wait. The, hold on. There's, there's one. Welcome to the thunk tank. Come in the tank. We're thinking. And we're thinking. <laughs> and we're thunked. And we're thunked. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm probably more beer than man if we go far enough back at this point. Alright, Dunk Tank, I'm episode 100. I'm amazed we got through that much of actually starting it. Um, Welcome to episode 100, everyone. Or is it episode 100? Dear god, we've done 100 of these? I know. Oh, that makes me nauseous. Makes me feel closer to death. <laughs> That also works. See, Joe, they just want you to think we've done 100. Speaking of... Wait, this is actually want. very apropos that we're doing... I use that word again, see? Um, apropos? Yeah, what about it? You Go it on, earlier. faster. I did? <laughs> yeah. More? Oh, Come on. That's news uh, to me. We, I believe it was episode <laughs> three, way back in the beginning, it was December 2017, ones, yeah. that we did a conspiracy episode the first time. Yeah. Yeah, those don't really count. I re-listened to it for this, and the audio was horrible. The audio if you're interested in conspiracy theories, listen to this episode. Oh, oh my God, up. yeah. Um, if you compare... What have we learned since that, that episode? We've oh, learned, so much? We've learned to increase our audio quality. That's for That's sure. That's for sure, yes. yeah. Yeah. We've definitely learned that. Definitely. Anything else? All right. <laughs> we should have gone back and listened to it beforehand. <laughs> I, I did. I found my uh, notes. Well, really? Yeah. I found uh, well, my welcome, notes from it. Okay. Welcome to the... 100th episode, we're going to dive into conspiracy theories, the real ones that have been proven, the uh, intriguing ones that may one day be proven, and the ones that there's no way to prove that are still interesting, and then the batshit crazy ones that we'll sprinkle in there, and you got to try to figure Not out, particularly you know, like in that order. Epstein killing himself, like, Go ahead. Uh, anyways. Wait, wait. So I want to just introduce the beer before we dive in. Also a very okay. apropos beer. Because we we stopped doing that way too early in the podcast. And it was really cool to introduce our beers, I feel like, right? Yeah, we should. Yeah. So we today have a special beer to commemorate episode 100. And An apropos beer. It's, it's a, Oh, God. It's very <laughs> Now that word's coming back the whole podcast. It's very apropos. <laughs> it's a uh, Goose Island bourbon uh, barrel-aged uh, beer and it's from it, the year 2017, which is the year that we started. Thunk hey, pre is it a Bourbon County? Pre Corona, after 9/11, but pre Corona. This is these are all true statements. 9/11 uh, was an inside job. So what I, were you saying, Joe? I'd like to cheers to uh, the podcast for a hundred episodes. Hey, and cheers! A, and a, a thousand more. There was a chance I thought we weren't going to make it 
What do you mean make it? You mean just keep doing just it? Just die in a plane crash. That's true. None of us oh, have died Jesus. in plane crashes. <laughs> I thought you meant like we'd get bored and stop doing episodes. Oh, yeah. That? No, I meant like car we, crash, we plane could, crash, disease. Yeah. We could always just pack it in. Well, the beer I picked was also thematic to the episode. It's Powell IPA, and the artwork is a very intense looking owl. His name is Powell the Owl. That's pretty cool. Uh, and owls are traditionally keepers of wisdom and knowledge. And also, uh, they supposedly like pray to one and then burn it, Bohemian Grove, which we'll get to when we do Secret Societies part of this podcast. Oh, but the owl has a lot to do with uh, secret societies and conspiracies going. Well, back because the owl's history. in the night, right? It's 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 quietly flying through the night, getting shit done, eating rats and shit. So it's it's the CIA of the sky, and it has Nature. big eyes that see yeah, all, right? Something like that. Oh yeah, it see all, and it only tells you it's there. You only know when there's an owl around when it wants you to know. You know, if, yeah. if an owl is not hooting and it's sitting in a tree right next to you, you probably won't notice it. Why do they, they hoot? Because it's a hoot. They communicate with other animals, owls. I mean, yeah, hoot's um, a weird, but it's a great beer. Only, only uh, owls hoot. Do other animals hoot, or is it just owls? You could say it almost seems designed that way. Right, as if, as if someone didn't want anyone else to be hooting. To be hooting. <laughs> Sports fans hoot. Conspiracy one, ding! Yeah, <laughs> yo, we that, should get a. We should have gotten a bell. That was our plan. To, is there a thing, a soundboard thing? I could find one. So I'm gonna. I, I think I'll the easiest one. way is to just dive in and yeah, conversations will develop. Let's go. But I got a bunch of lists here, so the, I think a the best format lists. will be. He doesn't have a bunch that, of conspiracies. He has a bunch, a bunch of lists of, lists of conspiracies. Lists, and you're all on them. <laughs> no, uh, I have a, I have some lists here, and I'm gonna throw out some theories. We can discuss them, and then I want you guys to guess whether these are real or not and when i say real i mean made up in johnny's mind or found from the internet by johnny oh so you don't mean like factually proven just like is it an established no, that, that'll thing be the, out there the yeah world? that'll be the discussion it's about whether or not yeah this it's like, is it's like whether the, or not you made it up on the toilet today it's like or the, yes. it's like the trump twitter <laughs> quotes where they say oh did trump actually tweet this on the toilet or did i and it turns out it's there. hard because yeah, right. It's hard. Or the right. Trump, the who said it, the Trump Hitler game. Have you ever played that game? Yeah, sure. there's a whole website where it just shows quotes, and you have to guess whether it was Trump or Hitler. Right. It's harder than it sounds. I'm gonna guess Anyways. they don't sh show paragraphs because no, yeah, there's no. <laughs> it's only snippets. Yeah, yeah, it's snippets. Yeah. Wait, um, uh, Johnny, before you start, uh, we did want to have a, uh, an announcement. Joe and I decided at the beach that. We, we, we just oh, recently yes. hit 10,000 downloads. Oh, it cheers again. We've just surpassed 10,000 downloads before and we have an our offer. 100th episode. Here, here. Yeah. And we have an offer for you Thunk Tank listeners, and you don't have a lot of time to accomplish this. A week, two weeks at, at the most. <laughs> We're not even defining the exact amount of time. It's if anywhere can... from a week to twice as long as that deadline. <laughs> That's your already your stringent conditions. Um, it, let me let me finish. Okay. So if we're at around ten thousand downloads, if we can yes. get to eleven thousand, this is episode one hundred. Yes. If we can get to eleven thousand by the time we publish episode one hundred and one, yes, we will put together a a mini music video of singing Rainbow Connection. Me in a frog suit. Yes. Joe will learn the keyboard part, yes. and Tommy will learn okay. the bass part. H how many How many downloads do I have to get to make sure that doesn't happen? 2,000 more? 3,000 more? No, if, if you can double that and, and we get to 15,000 by the time we hit 101, 15, I will, I, I will burn the frog suit on live TV. Okay. <laughs> then I don't have to hear that. What TV? Whatever that will be. Okay. 
Live, Joe. Live. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, I'll call these right, so, so, so the challenge. So that is challenge out is out there. Yeah. If people are listening, try to get more people to listen, and you'll see some weird, freaky content that we're going to specialize for the event. <laughs> That's right. Um, Rainbow connection. I don't even know the song. That's it. That was good. That's yeah. basically okay. it. You're basically ready. Okay. That was a sneak yeah. preview. Yeah. Sneak All right. Preview. Are we ready for our first theory? Yes. Go. Okay. The first. Faster. Well. Actually, I'm going to open up with a quote, and then we're going to go into the first theory. Sweet. And I think this applies to the conspiracy-minded thinking. Mm. Um, you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Okay. You can fool all of the people some of the time. Abraham Lincoln, some of the, And some all of the time. But you can't fool all of the people all of the time. Great quote. Which is really interesting if you think about that bit of like folksy, simplistic psychology in terms yeah. of mastermind conspiracists trying to pull off grand conspiracies. Keep that in mind that like you can't fool everybody all the time, but you fool most people all the time. So there will be some hardline thinkers out there who are going to catch on to your conspiracy myths or whatever kind of uh, smoke screen you're doing to cover up your activities. And Maybe that is why our society thinks of conspiracy theorists as such whack jobs, because you can't get rid of those questions when you're trying to fool people, but at least you can discredit the people asking them. It makes your theories much more Well, Johnny, there's a conspiracy viable. theory around the term conspiracy theory. People That's thought, what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah. People thought that that term was invented to discredit the, the JFK conspiracy conspiracy right yeah right and so it's like Crank, oh, once we job, get those terms are all related to that yeah and that's why fake news is such a real phenomenon it's like if you can get a narrative in people's minds yeah. then they'll believe it so let's yeah. say conspiracy theory is a narrative that people get programmed with so that when they hear something crazy they go yeah i don't have a reason to believe that right all, all right here's the first one we're going to start with secret government projects per perpetrated by the u.s government all right oh so this one, and they, a lot of them have cool names. This one was called Project Sunshine. Project Sunshine was where the government st uh, stole tissue samples from a bunch of dead babies, took a bunch of dead babies uh, and dead kids to test uh, how radiation would affect humans and irradiated the shit out of some dead babies. That sounds so... See, Jira, I think, I think that's something that you made up, but also incidentally has also definitely happened. You think I made it up and I tried to research it and it didn't exist, but it probably happened anyways. Yes, that's exactly what I think. Okay. L L Tommy? Yeah, it checks out. <laughs> what is your okay. theory, Johnny, what does your theory claim in terms of like, did they go grave digging to steal this flesh or did they steal it from the hospital? Like, how did that work? Uh, yeah, so they were from yeah. babies and kids who died in the hospital. Like um, not orphans or whatever? Like yeah, and, and, and they didn't, they weren't like, they weren't like, it wasn't bringing them in by the wheelbarrow load like they it was tissue samples that were irradiated in a lab like in Wuhan yeah just like that <laughs> I think it's uh, at least true I and, think it's and true. it and it's something about young tissue it you can track like the the effect of radiation much more efficiently than like older cells yeah, that like are your older growth like your body to us right now your body's already shit. Like old people, like you know, you get more prone to cancers and stuff. Like you need young your tissues. Your telomeres for it. are longer when you're younger. Yeah, your telomeres. Uh, I mean, yeah. another I theory. This is this is why the the pedo cult, sex cults that run the world need young children to fuel their immortality. But that's a whole another theory we'll get into. We're leapfrogging here. Um, so the theory, this Project Sunshine, was about that. 
Wait, so it is real. It's totally real. Yeah, no, it sounded real. It, it's sure. definitely a real one. Yeah. yeah. Fucked yeah, up. Not, they did not tell the families. It's not like they checked a donor uh, card on the hospital form. They just, you know, you took know a sample. The morgue do, you know and take I- it? do you know about Einstein's brain? Mm-hmm. Do you know that whole thing? Yeah, it got stole, right? Yeah, one of the, the medical physicians just stole his brain, cut it out of his dead head, and mm-hmm. ran around the country trying to sell it. I didn't know he liked Grateful Dead. And nobody would buy it because they were just kind of freaked out that this cat was going around trying to sell Albert Einstein. Well, because one, it's probably not really his brain. It's just a nut job with a brain. And two, if this guy does have his brain, <laughs> well, the fuck did you get his brain? I don't want to buy it from you. We'll both up, go to jail. He wound jail. up cutting it up in slides, like cross sections. It's because he thought he yeah. could sell more of it then because he had a bunch. You know what I mean? He had a bunch of pieces that kind of yeah. looked the same. And I don't know what wound up happening to it, but this guy. No, was the government. The government stole his brain and replaced it with a cadaver brain because it was he used part alien. So that guy was just a patsy who was running around. That like guy was a patsy. He thought he stole Einstein's brain. Right. Yeah, but they put a fake one there yeah. uh, just to throw some. But who's the smoke fake screen? Brain did they put? Just some guy, some grad student some, who some couldn't make it. <laughs> some didn't ran, hack rando it. grad student. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wasn't gonna. Isn't get, it funny that we're it. so drawn to these conspiracies? Oh no. In COVID oh, he's got time, a foil hat, folks. In COVID time, we've we gotten nothing but um, signals that the government has no idea what the fuck is going on. Yeah, but the government's not one entity. The government's many entities. I know. I, I'm more worried about like CIA, NSA yes. shit. Yeah, Trump and a lot of these federal. They don't tell Trump shit. Yeah, they don't know what they're doing. They don't know how to handle a pandemic. But the the real high level deep state CIA people and whoever else. That's not, that has nothing to do with Trump. That's essentially independent of whatever else is going mm. on in the normal executive functioning so of that. That's branch a of good government. argument for conspiracies. Which yeah, would I be think that, so. Like, yeah. they're very localized pockets of conspiring. Right. Exactly. Not grand thousands of people and large. Well, that's areas. what they want you to think. Yeah, to say the government could be the government lies is such a ridiculous. Well, I mean, statement it, because it, the government's I, not one entity. It's the parts of the they government. lie about getting my message. Like, if you call like the DMV, but you so know, do like, I. Everybody lies. <laughs> yeah. You know. Of course they lie. Yeah, uh, there's a difference between a person lying to a person and you know. Uh, and the CDC lying about in, masks to the public, yeah. No, and 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 like, yeah, an entrenched policy that you that you keep up for years and years, yeah. or a narrative of what happened, regardless of what evidence is, yeah. You know, proposed. I'm like, just saying, uh, of course an, they lie. But there have been so so people don't just think this is a full tinfoil hat episode. There have been a lot of things that were called out in their time as saying, "Hey, something fishy's going on here." It either got people didn't notice or it got you know dismissed as uh overreacting or something yeah. and then it turned out to be very true uh right. the tuskegee experiments in world war ii i think it was they purposely infected a bunch of black uh soldiers with syphilis because they were testing out their syphilis uh, uh treatments and didn't tell them uh yeah. and they that was just considered you know oh just a crazy black man like making stuff up totally true mk ultra mk ultra that's where the cia that was actually a pretty brilliant one where the cia would uh, was trying to figure out mind control in the 60s and they used a lot of lsd and things like that which can make you hallucinogens can make you impressionable but not really able to control you but they would pick like married men that they knew were doing something nefarious, like going to brothels. And then when they went to the brothel, they dose them and run experiments and then just let them go. Cause what are you going to say? They drugged me at the brothel. Like your whole life will be ruined. 
So they they did things like that. But then there was faint one famous where they gassed, they like aerosolized LSD in a subway station full of people, and it fucked up those a lot of those what people. Subway station. I think it was in New York. Do you know the the conspiracy so where a, they where Tuesday? they they LSD dosed? What's the Jesus. one where they 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 supposedly LSD dosed a whole French town? Do you remember that town name? They they supposedly put it in the in the uh, water supply. Oh yeah, I don't know if that's true. The French they they're weird people. You think they were just having a weird day? Who knows? They might have <laughs> just had bad ergot on the weed. They had some bad frog. Um, but that would be like a subtle thing. You just have to have one guy yeah, who makes it to France to somehow with a bunch of LSD and just slips it into the well that day. I could figure out at least some of that. I could probably do that. You can't even finish that sentence. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. trying to think All right, what, what century I could do that in. <laughs> and then the further back I farther back I went. Further. Further back farther back I went. Sure. Further. Thank you, John. Isn't it a measurable Farther is distance? distance, further is no, time. It's the time. It's not a place. It doesn't exist. I thought further was like metaphorical distance. But I'm talking like Which literally would be time. years. Years aren't real. Time is a metaphorical distance. Who are you to distance, say time though? is not real? Prove me otherwise, conspiracy man. I can't. Show it's, me time. It's all now. Show me time. It's all now. Hold it in your hand for me. I'm having a good time. It's all now. See? Because we're moving further along through it. All right. Well, what's the next conspiracy? <laughs> Looks like I lost my train of thought. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Here's one. It's uh, almost the like government percent beer is kicking in. You've probably heard this one. The government, nah, uh, it, the U.S. government during Prohibition, uh, purposely introduced poison into alcohol so that people drinking it illegally would die. That they were poisoning bootleg alcohol, so people that were not following the Prohibition rules would get sick from it, and that thousands of people died from it. Hundred percent. You think so? I think. How about they, you, Luke? They increased, I'm going to go false on no, it. No, I think they increased really the reason. alcohol percentage to 100, percent and that's what killed. Oh, them. oh, mm. no, no. This theory claims it's, it's it yeah. poisons, actual poisons. Yeah, somebody in the government. I don't would think. Have done I don't. That. Uh, Again, it's not the government. It's not. They no, no, all got the, um, no. This is this is saying it. it was like a it was a program from the the probation officer, the prohibition officers. Yeah, it's like a whole department of the. Yeah, because they must F- be crazy the people. FBI. They have to be. But, that's crazy like Umbridge people. from Harry Potter. Like, yeah, maybe yeah. she's just doing some shit on her own. Like Cruciatus yeah, exactly. cursing the. Right. No, no, no. This this is right. the Ministry of Magic decided to poison. Yeah, I'm gonna say false. Oh, yeah, but they alcohol. didn't release a press release about it. Did they? That's not that's not what I'm saying. You're saying what? you're saying that they did it. Though. It's not what you're making it sound like. One lone agent like poured some rat poison into a barrel. Well, I'm, that, I'm saying that it was a did happen. At some well, yeah, point. but I'm saying this was a top down like policy that resulted in at least ten thousand deaths. Ten thousand. Ten thousand. I feel like deaths. I would have read about that. In the in the in the well, prohibition went on for a long time. Oh, so it could have been a hundred deaths a month or something. Right, yeah. Prohibition was, and half of those are just like, yeah. Well, this this theory claims it was a little longer, but 1926 to 1933, over 10,000 people died. You didn't even like. What did you do all day? (laughs) Like during those years, yeah. You just died from alcohol poisoning. Exactly. What? No, people had to go to work. There was no work. It was depression time. Yeah, man. Well, there's still work. It's just shitty work. That's true. No, there was think a, about when you watch. Think about when you watch a guy load a truck with a forklift. 
you know how many people that used to take before forklifts? How you many? had to have winches. You had to have guys throwing sacks of shit or whatever or barrels up to each other. There are dozens of guys that just it had to like work a, all day. It sounds day. like you're describing a musical. <laughs> well, yeah, except more syphilis. <laughs> well, yeah, because <laughs> and, of the government. And, 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 and less alcoholism. nutrition. Some of which is from the poison. All right, so alcohol. so this I think, one, I th- I think somebody was poisoning barrels, but I don't think I don't think it was a top down, down directive. Yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, it was actually. It started four it. years. It started <laughs> 1926, three years before prohibition, where the temperance movement was gaining steam, and there were a lot of uh, influential people and people in government because government. People tend to be, you know, Boy Scout type, goody two shoe rule followers, and so you know, don't drink, you know, have your glass of milk and go fill out your forms, kind of mentality in the government. uh, With a lot of people, not everyone, but they actually the producers of alcohol for industrial purposes, for solvents and things, they used to use, uh, you know, ethyl alcohols and things that, um, but they use they would use drinkable alcohols uh, like ethanols and. so they and people were drinking that because it was cheap and it was cheaper than regular booze or whatever, and it was more concentrated. So they would add poison to that to discourage it, uh, and then they kept pushing for them to add more and more. And then after once prohibition kicked in, they were able to take their license to produce alcohol away, even though you're making it for an industry, in, you know, an industrial use. Uh, they, you needed a special dispensation because it was alcohol that was now banned. So they go, hey, you better add these things to it or. You know, we'll, you'll get in trouble. People were still drinking it, and uh, estimated ten thousand deaths so they between nineteen twenty-six to, to mask it and, enough that it wasn't seeming. Um, but it was yeah. wait. And, so it wasn't. It wasn't really intended to kill you. It was intended to make you sick to discourage but was drinking. It, was it rat poison type stuff, or yeah, it was legit poison. Some okay. kind of heavy metal. When was this crap or something. Um, years later, decades later. So what does that mean when they declassify it? They just decide to release a bunch of files because they say no. Well, the file people- cabinet is full. Yeah, and all <laughs> that actually gets dead. into the reason we know a lot of this stuff is the Freedom of Information Act, which meant if I forget the exact parameters, but it's basically if everybody involved is dead, mm. um, and it was like the government, it was done. You were it was done on behalf of the public, like a government official did it or something. Like the Kennedy you're entitled to know about it as a citizen. We're still so, waiting for them. So unfortunately, since that act passed, the intelligence community knows about it. So before stuff goes into files, they redact it all. Mm-hmm. That's why even after they declassified the JFK records, because they were supposed to be declassified 50 years after his death in what was that 2013? Yeah, it was a while. And they now. went, no, 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 we're gonna do 75. Uh, they they went through and just blacked out everything. So even the stuff they did declassify, there's nothing in it because they know they have to declassify eventually. Yeah. So it's stuff from before it existed, the you know the early the first half of the 20th century and the 50s 60s, where we have a lot of this stuff because they thought it would be locked up forever, and they they thought when they wrote this all down, it would just be for their own records or somebody you know working for the government would see it in the future. They didn't ever think this stuff would get out, um, which is kind of cool. You know, for us, because it usually takes much longer for history, the awful things in history to come out. And then it's usually kind of lost in time. You don't really know how much is true or not. So it's kind of a cool thing about America that I don't know if we're actually our government's more evil than any other or if it's just better documented Mm. in the modern world. Um, But but that's another thing. So don't let this whole cast make you think that we're anti-American communists. Uh, I'm trying to think of a McCarthyist 
comment or that, that we're not or that we're not not or that we're not this is it's just there's a lot there in i the think American. one of the great things about conspiracies like playing with around with the conspiracies that you might encounter is yeah. you get to play with the idea you can say if this were true what would have to be true what and then if this other thing were to yeah. be true what would have to be true it, it can shift your sort of you, well, you have to be careful as well because if it shifts shifts your parameters for how you, you how you orient your conspiracy radar, you can start winding up in territory where well, you're assuming would, things that you should. How would you say, how would you say like what is the properly calibrated conspiracy radar? Like, is it mostly skeptical and a little bit of belief? Is it like fifty fifty? You know what I mean? I think it's tough because you you really do have to take it on a case by case basis, right? You, yeah. You. The, there's so few absolute rules that you can apply to conspiracies in general. At least uh, not one rule. You need yeah. like all ten rules uh, other to balance. Than, other than like, just digging deeper and being super critical of not just the information you're finding, but the sources, right? Motivations of yeah, the exactly. Yeah. Who, who is motivated to release or share this? Including yourself. What yeah. do you want to be true? Yeah, if it's losers on YouTube like us, well, you know, you should probably take that with a grain of salt. But if it's people who seem like you know, maybe there's some more genuineness to it for various reasons. That's even that's hard to judge, though. I mean, at the end of the day, you can't like you just said, you can't rest on any one piece of evidence. Bob Lazar is a perfect example. If you watch interviews with Bob mm. Lazar, that's the perfect. Who's exercise. Bob Lazar? Tell people. Who so don't Bob know. Lazar is uh, this guy who allegedly worked at Area 51 on ufos basically trying to reverse engineer them as an engineer he had a whole episode on Rogan. well he yeah. did he yeah. did work at the jpl at los alamos i think that part is proven. i think that's on record yeah and he, he but then there's weird things like ufos though there's weird things where his university was like no he never got a degree here right and he but claims, he claims that they essentially de destroyed the records Right, because of him getting a he definitely yeah. did work at a jet propulsion lab, which they're not going to hire right. you even back then. Degree, if yeah. you were with a falsified degree, like they could easily make a call, and be like, "No, that right. guy doesn't never went that, here." So that's why. So there is some weirdness yeah, to. So that's why that the Bob Lazar example is a really good example because when I was watching it the whole time, I'm trying to think: Is this guy the real deal? Is he genuine? And he could be genuine, but also genuinely just be batshit crazy. Right. Mm. There's All right. Just so let's everything doesn't in mean that you're telling the truth. Everything yeah. in between. Right. Let's dive into Roswell then, because the, <laughs> oh, you just segue into it. Let's take perfect. a left turn to Roswell. Folks. There's a lot of ideas about what really happened with Roswell, but the interesting thing is they all kind of agree something happened there in the 40s, right? At least a around 1947. Whether it was a weather balloon. balloon. So the most mainstream theory is it was government weather balloon. That That's the was top secret. Theory, right? right. They claimed that they were working on Soviet, like spying on the Soviets with these special like balloons and maybe That's even right. like figuring out how to drop A-bombs <laughs> with hot air balloons. That sounds something very government straight out right. of the Right. 1940s America. America. That sounds what like... What happens when the latch falls while it's over like Oregon or something? Like, no on more the Oregon. <laughs> Yeah, so like it's it's one of those. Uh, they, so they That's claim it was that, but they didn't want the Soviets to know they were working on it. So like we'll just say it's aliens, and you know people will be weirded out. And they didn't realize that that lie was going to be way bigger than the actual truth. And they you know probably would have maintained credibility if they just said uh, some weather balloon experiments. But so the that's conspiracy what they say. is right, that it's actually the... aliens, and they said right. that they said it was aliens. Right. 
But either way, they said it was liars. a weather balloon no to matter, cover it up. No matter what, they're liars. Though. There's another. Hold on. There's yeah. another theory that it was the Soviets dropped a fake spaceship to try to freak us out. Well, the one another theory was that the the Soviets were spying on us and they just dropped like uh, a fake bomb like they crashed something to for two reasons one they wanted to freak us out that they were able to get in our airspace cuz they didn't have the a bomb yet and we did and they were scared of us using it on them so they wanted to show us hey we can get into your we're like we know you're doing top secret testing here and we were able to get reconnaissance there mm-hmm. like you guys aren't as ahead of us as you think yeah. which that one kind of makes sense because the late 40s is what led up the ramp up to the Cold War and the arms race of, you know, who can have tens of thousands more nuclear yeah. bombs than the other right. one? Who can destroy uh, but the then, world more times over than the other one? Right. Yeah. But there's so, I love how these theories have counter theories. And then you'll hear one crazy theory, like, no, no, that's a false flag to throw you off the real theory. And along this line is that <laughs> Stalin made, he took uh, developmentally disabled Russians and performed surgery on them to make them look more alien-like and then put their bodies into a fake spaceship and then crashed into the desert trying to get the Americans to chase their tail on this whole alien thing to give the Soviet scientists more time to work on atom bombs. When was DNA uh, discovered? Couldn't they just do a DNA test on these people that crashed? Oh, they're not around anymore. Well, do you really think the Russians, if the Russians are going to throw dead fake alien bodies at us, do you really think they were going to like look through it that much? Come on. Um, No, I don't. don't No, but I mean, like, how are they not going to like like, check the DNA? I don't think they had DNA. Well, then the other theory is that when was DNA discovered? I don't think till probably the 80s or the 90s, because that's isn't that when they started reviewing all those cold cases and stuff? But they would have looked at the bodies and said, this is carbon based life. This doesn't seem like an alien. Just because it's carbon based life doesn't mean that it's not an alien. This looks like a, a mentally challenged person from Russia. How do you, you don't know, know how damaged like? Luke, you don't know how damaged the bodies were, what kind of tissue samples they got in the crash. Like, you know, maybe they designed it so that the bodies were mostly destroyed, but they would look like you super tiny or something. Like they might have used kids. They are Soviets. So like, who it's, knows what they did. It's also you know? possible that they had these weather balloon type um air vehicles and they had American pilots in them and maybe they would crash and they weren't as well well built or developed as they thought. So they take these bodies that were burnt and charred, and then they do whatever with them. I don't know, dispose of them or dissect them, whatever they do at Roswell. And people thought they were alien bodies, but they wouldn't admit to yeah. it that there was just a crashed American air. Oh, because aliens, because that would look well, bad on the Cold War front is better too. PR than the, 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 the right. Yeah. yeah, doesn't. Look There's good. one final facet to this theory, which is the saddest part, which is why I saved it for the end. Which is that the U.S. government. <laughs> Was experiment. We saw that there was such a gap between Nazi science and American science going into the war, yeah. and we really got lucky. Like if we didn't get into the war for another couple of years, World War Two, right. they probably would have had an atom bomb and been able to just hold a, a gun or a hand grenade to Europe's head and make the rest of the world do whatever they want. They would have at or threat nuclear. Uh, uh, ballistic missiles everywhere. And they would have been in entrenched yeah. power the way Russia was for 80 years or whatever, or 50, 60 years. Well, that's like, Project Paperclip, right? Yes, but I'm just saying, like, the 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 Americans were so scared of the science gap between the Nazis and the U.S., and Germany is a very tiny country. And then they were so scared of, oh, God, there might be one between us and the Soviets, and their country as big as us now, 
or almost as big in terms of population, that got real scared. And they said, we're going to have to start doing some unethical science because we know the Soviets are doing it well, based on what Nazi scientists we got and what Nazi scientists the Russians got because we right. didn't get all of them after the war. So the theory is that Americans were scientists were testing on you know undesirables, uh, mentally deficient uh people uh handicapped people and dissecting and doing horrible human experiments in roswell and that's why the security was so high the clearance uh you you know they shoot you on site because it's such an unethical un-american i thing to do especially in the communism versus like capitalism yeah. e- like Ethos, argument yeah. that prevailed in the 20th century that you that it would have just so undermined america's just another evil empire that and and that one seems most realistic in terms of like no aliens, but it's also the saddest to me. Yeah, well, because it just comes I, down honestly, to that's oligarchs. I think that ma- makes it seem more true. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the irony of it. I, I'm glad you point that out because the more I read about these sort of, uh, I mean, they are realistic divisions, but it, it does come down to competing oligarchies essentially. And they're all presenting yeah. to their people their own narratives of us versus them and good versus evil. And hey, if you can have a good conspiracy come along, you know, against the other side, especially that supports your cause. I mean, mm-hmm. governments, there's no reason for them to not push conspiracies too, at least as long as they work to their advantage. That Johnny, what you were just saying gets into the tricky, almost like Ned Stark type philosophy of ethics like yeah the greater good the greater good and what short-term moral um discrepancies are you willing to push past to get to that greater especially good? especially with at what point do you become the very thing you're competing against or fighting against yeah right, right. yeah so if Ned like Stark starts quote. lying yeah. so that his head doesn't get chopped off spoiler isn't alert. that isn't that a nietzsche quote uh, beware when fighting monsters you might become one something like that right it's a good quote that sounds when like lo- um that sounds when you go like looking for monsters you right you now be careful quote. you might turn into one it's there's definitely some nietzsche quote like that yeah but, that uh, sounds about right we'll look it up in post well so how many times does an entity of the government admit to not knowing what's going on in regards to like an alien potential oh they, they don't admit to johnny you might know one, this what's one with the navy that yeah. they saw that, yeah, yeah the tic-tac video oh, yeah, the, yeah. Tic-tac. the flying like, tic-tac we don't know what that what's is. the origin yeah. of the well, we can neither confirm nor deny radio lab did an episode on this a while back there's like a very specific origin story to the the that phraseology phrase. of we can neither confirm nor deny i use that phrase all the time when talking to my students about covid <laughs> and the university's plans it, i, I can pre- neither confirm nor deny but if i were to say something this is what it would be yeah. and then i tell them what i've heard i'll quick look it up because i remember it was a cool story uh the glomar response or glomarization glomar or glomar guy. denials neither can neither confirm nor deny uh yeah the term originated in association with the FOIA law, the Freedom of Information Act. There you go. So it's because if you deny it, even if it's something classified you're not supposed to talk about, I think you could still be held liable when it gets declassified. So, um, the US yeah, Project Azoria. Yeah. It was a famous thing. This is on my list, actually. Um, I forgot this part of it. It's where they attempting to salvage a sunken Soviet submarine. Right, 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 right. And they didn't want anyone to know that's what they were doing. But they they didn't want to lie about it. I don't know. So uh, You also have to wonder if the part of why they didn't lie about it um, 
Oh, here's the quote. We can neither confirm nor deny the existence of the information requested, but hypothetically, if such data were to exist, the subject matter would be classified and could not be disclosed. So that's that's a don't even ask. We won't answer. That's way better than the response. Can you say that if your wife is like, hey, are you cheating on me? And you go... I can neither no. I can either confirm nor deny, but if it were true, I would not be able to say. <laughs> you might as well just yeah. say uh, I'm going to plead the fifth at the. But if it were the, true as, or not true, I wouldn't be able to right. say. Having said that, yeah, I've yeah. said that. So, uh, um, I'll, 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 if I can remember to link it, I will. And the chances of that are fifty-fifty at this point. It's more uh, like but 20. Radio Lab did a really cool episode taking you through the story of how that phrase came to be. Cool. Um, it was from like maybe three, four years ago. Yeah, I, uh, they should advertise us when we advertise them too. I think they'll 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 pay the favor back. They'll pay you it forward. So? Yeah. Oh my god! In 2014, the CIA posted its first Twitter, opened its Twitter account with "We can neither confirm nor deny that this is our first tweet." Oh my god! See, that's because, because it probably people... isn't. They probably had fake accounts for intelligence and, purposes and, and, and the stuff. Pe- but the people working the social media at the CIA are not mean. the people who know who killed Kennedy. That's the thing. Even the CIA is not the CIA. It's it's parts of, of, of a much much well. Much compartmentalization bubbles is, within bubbles. Yes. Compartmentalization bubble. is an is an intentional thing. Of course. And the yeah. idea is, you know, if if your spy working in the Ukraine gets caught, you don't want him able to tell the Russian secrets about what's going on in China. Right. If he gets caught, you know, okay, what was he working on? Everything in Ukraine. Now we got to move stuff around and blah. That's what Bob but, Lazar said when he was working on yeah. the, the UFOs, where he was given a very specific file of information on a specific part that he was working mm-hmm. on, and he was told nothing about what anybody right. else was doing, and he said it was actually really confusing and it was really difficult because he said that's the last way that you want to do science you're you're supposed to share as much information that's more like what jason Bourne would be doing yeah which is like your job is not to consider any other perspective except you're an assassin accomplish the mission who's accomplishing this mission yeah don't 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 think about the family and the daughter watching the dad die no no you know you're getting into sketchy shit though when you're told this is all you need to know do your job when you're told That's how scary. to think follow orders yeah when follow you're not orders. told like you should think for yourself yeah. and come to this conclusion and instead you're told think what this organization can this- work what organization can work and get things done against other ruthless organizations if they take everyone's feelings and personal motivations into account human humanity is not that evolved it's i'm sorry i know where you're going with it luke but it, it's an absurd platitude you're about to throw out there in a theory oh, in an I, episode I, about conspiracy uh, uh, planned uh, conspiracies to undermine that kind of I'm not sure exactly like, what you thought I what you thought I was saying I'm I'm, I'm outraged I'm basically way. on the fence in terms of believe not believe but I'm trying to say an organization would be better run if people had the freedom to individually decide and think and be an individual you know what I mean but you're saying maybe that something like the CIA could never exist if people got to have their opinion and weren't I'm just told saying what it's, to do. It's, it's, this is another thing to not so much defend the America, what the awful things our government's done, but to put it in context is like, they're not, they're not setting the rules. Like everybody is doing whatever's possible to get whatever they can. And like that intelligence is counterintelligence is as important, if not more so than intelligence. And so, you know, there's there's no good faith actors in international politics. Everyone is trying to do. It. If I can get a little bit more for my nation or my people or myself, and it 
I get 1% better and you get 99% worse, I'm probably still going to do it or at least move in that direction because that's just yeah. the game theory of it. Yeah, the game um, theory does not select for yeah. moral actors like Ned Stark. Right. And Bob Lazar mentioned that he thought he saw aliens once, like through a window. He saw like tiny people in a chair or whatever. Really? And he that was it. He's like, I regret ever saying I saw aliens. All I saw were like smallish people. They could have been mannequins. They could have been dummies they were making to see what dimensions person would oh, fit in this fit ship. In ship yeah. He's like, but he just saw it briefly. But who knows? Maybe they were experimenting on humans and you know, trying to shrink people or trying to grow heads or who knows what kind of crazy Maybe shit wizards they're doing. Maybe with LSD. Do, do you think Bob Lazar is legit? Yeah. I really don't know. It's that, tough. I, yeah, that's it's why I tough. think it's, it's a, he's a really good example of trying to, for yourself, listen to what this guy has to say and genuinely ask yourself, is this guy, one, the real deal? Is he? Does he believe what he's saying? And then... Does that make a difference whether or not he's actually telling the truth? Joe, what would you say to someone who goes, I just, I don't have fun with these conspiracy things? I, I would say you gotta, you gotta get into YouTube. You gotta get deep into no, YouTube. No, I would say you just no, need enjoy, to play go, more. go, go enjoy watching The Office or Friends for the 20,000th time. There's just people who don't wanna, you yeah, know, but you don't people, wanna peel back the layers. Would, some would people have don't. have fun thinking like that and they just haven't sort of learned how to play. Yeah. Like I I think I used to be much more like I was way too like skeptical about everything. Yeah. Right. And I didn't know how to play in conspiracy world. Yeah. Cuz I'd be like autistically like but uh 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 and it's yeah. like no 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 you just have to like bend the rules for certain things and say if this were true. If this were you know true. If say? that were true, what would be true about this other thing? Do you know what I think really helps actually? Because I've always, I mean, I'm, I've always sort of been interested in conspiracies, but I've noticed the more that I pay attention to history, the more interested mm. I am because they either fit into history really well or kind of don't a lot of conspiracies or they play on aspects of what goes into ah. informing us about history. So I would say a lot of people don't like to read anymore. You can listen to audiobooks about historical stuff. That's really cool. Or even podcasts. And the more you listen and learn about history and sort of see how, yeah, it is this crazy sprawling narrative, but that there is cause and effect. There's and, patterns. Yeah, there's yeah. patterns. There's cause and effect. And some of these causes go back thousands of years. And some of them Hundreds, re reoccur. Thousands. Yeah, some of them reoccur. But all of it adds up to giving you a more informed insightful lens to look through many of these conspiracies and then it gets really fun because you start to listen and, and dive into some of these conspiracies and your radar is just that much more refined because you start to realize yeah there's plenty mm. of examples of people doing that throughout history whereas so I, other Joe, examples there are plenty of people right you learn like, the signature of a proper conspiracy yes exactly that's yeah. that's a great segue into one that i have that i want to ask you guys about because I already know how Luke's going to react. He's going to call, he's going to um, cite it as an emergent phenomena, which we've discussed okay. before, which is, you know, the idea that you don't need a formal conspiracy or a formal discussion right. and you agreed just need on stuff. You aligned incentives. Yeah. Yeah. If your incentives align, then you, you behaviors emerge that are beneficial to that. Right. Um, so this one is about big tobacco covering up cigarettes causing cancer. Like, if you just say that to someone, they, yeah, right? Yeah. They, four out of five doctors recommend Winston's. Right. Or smoke Charleston's. Charleston's give you that no hack 
cough and that or whatever. Or just you for take, the, an accent for the ages, folks. Take right. Mad Men and like the content of the show Mad Men was literally about how do we sell right. cigarettes despite the, this mounting, this mounting rather, this mounting evidence against them, yeah. and they were trying to design ad campaigns to combat against the medical advice coming out. Sure, of it, yeah. You know? Yeah, none of and there were surprising. people. There were people actively, you know, you shouldn't smoke; it's bad for you. Oh, that's fake news! Like there was a debate for a long time about it. You know, they used to tell people that. Oh, I wake up every morning and I have a bad cough. Well, when do you have your first cigarette? Usually with lunch. Try smoking when you first get up. <laughs> hey, my cough's gone. Like that actually works, but people would think it was medical or whatever. Or I think it was camel I feel or sad Winston. When I wake up, try a shot of whiskey. Yeah. Hey, that helped. <laughs> or even adding filters to cigarettes. That was all a ploy to convince people. Oh, cigarettes are so bad. Well, we put a filter on it to right, filter right. out the bad part. Yeah. And it really doesn't. It gets some of the tar out, but none of the carcinogenic stuff. And a lot of the tar is still so going in your body. So it made you feel better, and it didn't do anything else. But they don't right. know about the cancer. They just know, like, hey, my cough is a little bit less, like, phlegmy. Yeah, it tastes a little smoother now. Yeah. You know? And then they that, came up with lights well, and all that. Well, if it tastes a little so, smoother, it must be healthier. Boom. So Done. this is a confirmed conspiracy theory, which is why I didn't even ask you, because it was made famous in a class action lawsuit against Philip Moore's in the 90, 90s, where the cigarette companies lost and had to pay millions and millions of dollars out to taxpayers on top of they have to pay a certain percentage of all profits to government, state governments where they function. And that's why cigarettes cost so much in certain areas compared to others. Right. Um, but like, when, and now at this point, municipalities rely on cigarette sales to fund large parts of uh, education and stuff like that, the way the lottery is. Now, um, or alcohol or all these other essential businesses. So this is, like this is the alcohol. alcohol. So I would say, as an example, this is a proven conspiracy theory, right? There were businessmen in an industry that saw their industry threatened by regulation and science, and they tried to suppress it, yeah. and eventually they failed, yeah. and they lost. And we all know cigarettes are bad for you, even though they're still sold. They have to say this will kill you on the label. If you go to countries outside of America, like in Europe, one half of the pack is diseased lung pictures. Like That's how serious they are about, this is not good for you, but go ahead if you want it. Now, the next layer to this theory is the truth ads. You guys are all aware of Truth, the anti-smoking company? Oh, I love those, yeah. Are those yeah. the ones that just show awful shit with smoking? Sure. Or those, you know, yeah. those like there's a billboard in my neighborhood that says it shows a kid looking like with sallow eyes and like, you know, just ashen with like smoke around him. It's like... The, the cigarette companies, all they see is a customer, and it shows him, like, smiling or something. It's like, we see an opportunity or, like, potential, and it shows, like, a smiling guy who doesn't smoke, and it was like, don't smoke. All right, so the cigarette companies pay for those ads, right? This is where the, the next level theory comes up, is they pay for them because they have to as part of that lawsuit, but they actually like it because part of that same settlement in the lawsuit is they can't advertise in magazines, commercials on TV. You can't have cartoons. All that used to exist. If you go on YouTube, yeah. Joe Camel was a guy who would ride around in a convertible and who was like an anthropomorphized camel man. The Marlboro man was a cowboy. He was supposed to be a manly man. 
magazines used to be full of cigarette ads. I have some old comic books from the 80s with cigarette ads in them. And it's like, that's fucked up. These are for kids and you have menthol ads in the back. Like, really fucked up shit. So they can't do any of that real, any sort of that advertising anymore. You can't even put cigarettes on billboards unless it's anti-smoking. That Uh. you can put anywhere. But they figured out that it doesn't matter since it's such an addictive product. It doesn't matter if what they're saying is positive or negative. As long as they're talking about it and you're thinking about it, you're more likely to smoke. Plus, if you whether tell you kids are a to, smoker or you're yeah. not, if you tell kids not to do things, what do they do? Also, if you I, tell kids not to do things, if you tell somebody who's trying to not smoke, hey, remember cigarettes? They're still bad for you. They know that. Now you just put it in their mind. Like I haven't smoked in years, but when I have a rough day and I see that billboard, I think back. Man, a cigarette would be nice right now. Yeah, how many people So the do, idea is that <laughs> yeah, the tobacco big tobacco that they're like, yeah, I really want a cigarette. I know you right? just li- they, laid so, out all so, these things. They didn't start so smoking tobacco, because they thought it was good for them. Yeah, exactly. Right. So big tobacco knows it. They know that it doesn't matter even if they talk negatively about their own product, it it, it reinforces that desire, the craving, the habit. Um, and they pay millions of dollars to actively discourage it so they can reach customers through this form of advertising. Now, that's a theory that uh, I've heard some places, but I really personally think is true. Yeah, they're just what making the, the, the most of a situation. They, they, they have found right. themselves in this environment. And you're right. If they have to contribute to it, they're going to go madmen with it and figure out the best way to profit from it. That's They don't, they don't actually care. What they do. Yeah about base truth they just care about one truth profits are, is what yeah. we're doing making yeah. sales go up making money yeah and but, the, the weird thing with cigarettes is does. there's a psychology of just like males all the time do things that increase the odds of dying right we drive fast on highways and 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 race other cars when we're in high school hypothetically you did these things but I did no, a few Luke, of these Luke's things. car did not go over it. 35 yeah. until he was like Luke, you recently. Didn't do any of I didn't things. raise anyone in my car. Um, but Wait. like you, you. Oh yeah, you. I forgot about your. NASCAR but Luke, you so so what's the difference between you know what's the difference <laughs> oh, between an, an emergent phenomena and uh and a concerted effort? Because okay, let's say they had to do these negative cigarette ads and then they realized this is our only form of advertising and areas we're doing yeah. it in we're still our, our sales are still up or are going up like at some point it might have started emergent but at some point i think they realized oh this is our only avenue for advertising and it's it's still effective i would say to answer so, your question is it depends how codified it is like yeah how, when does it become a, a when formal it, conspiracy you could say it just like with memory when does it be go, tran- transition from implicit to explicit when is it just like kind of yeah. what you do because that's what you do? And when does it become like explicitly right. this is what we're doing? Wait, Johnny, I have an important question because in my uh, professional, I I do a couple of kind of technical writing classes, but I have one that's specifically business communication. And so we cover advertising in it and visual rhetoric. And we look at actual advertisements and how companies use not just text which obviously is the most sort of naturally explicit version of an advertisement in, in terms of if there's no, no audio involved, right? You, you kind of, mm-hmm. if you see text, th- that's primarily what your eye might be drawn to, unless your other visuals are quite distinct, right? Um, but one of the things we talk about is the fact that you can use these other aesthetics, you can use these other visuals to very subtly and implicitly sort of outweigh whatever the text might say. So the text might actually work 
sort of mm. in its own way to convey a certain message. But there's certainly plenty of other options. The the items that you show, the, the juxtaposition uh, among certain items, the colors, not just the colors, but the shading, the progression of colors and the progression of shading. Right, like there's McDonald's so many, colors are yes. because those are make you the most hungry. Isn't that the famous psychology case, red and yellow? Yeah. Hung, are the most hung, associated hungry, with hunger, excited, they say? energy. It's all these mm-hmm. emotions that McDonald's doesn't actually give you when you eat it. But it gets you to eating it. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I would be curious to know, uh, again, given the the very broad spectrum of factors and how they work amongst each other and, and cause elicit these different effects, how much control the cigarette companies have over these advertisements? Obviously, if they're just funding them, it might just be a matter of them giving money. But do they have to approve them? Or do they have a hand in shaping them or forming them to say, oh, yeah, this this would be good if you did this or that? Because then there's a very vested interest. You know, as we talked about earlier with the Mad Men example, these people were smart going back to the 60s in terms of advertising. Right. So they know what they're doing in terms of visual rhetoric. They know how to manipulate people. So you can make the text say what you want, but the visuals themselves, even if they sort of on the surface look like they're just trying to dissuade people from smoking cigarettes. There may be, you know, very subtle sort of, uh, implicit kind of, um, you know, factors that actually are trying to accomplish the opposite. Right. So my question is how much control do they actually have over those advertisements? Um, I don't know if it matters. Cause let's say they have none, but they figured out, Oh, like the psychology of just getting our stuff out there helps, whether it's positive or negative. Oh, I think that's it would, the base it would of behoove it, right? them. Yeah. What? I think that's the base of it. That's the yeah. Very I think it would still it, behoove yeah. them right. to say, you know what? Yeah. You guys decide, put all like whatever imagery you want up there. We'll throw even more money. However much you want, just ask. Yeah. We'll it's, give it to it's you. It's the old axiom: any pr- any uh, yeah. even bad press is good press. Any press is good press. Right? Well, let's also. Just- yeah. Let's just There's say at churno. first they may have thought like, oh, those ads will actually hurt us. The ones that say smoke is a great bad. Cherno and then they quote. found out it actually works. Yeah. They go, let's just go with that. Yeah, exactly. But there's a great Ron Cherno quote, great biographer, big fan of his. Great a couple guy. of his th- a couple of my theories I, I found in some we of his have work. Him on the cast. Uh, oh my gosh, I would I would t- drop t- I would out. fire all of you from the podcast to have him come. And on I would once, let you fire me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh he he says in his uh Ulysses S. Grant di- uh biography. Oh, I love that biography. Uh, every decent conspiracy demands a saintly cover story, which I think is pretty good. It is Wait, he said you know, that you in the do- Grant bio? Talking about the gold ring and Black Friday, oh, which okay. we'll get into. Yeah. And we get into, you know, money speculation this and might the bank like control episodes. Everything. <laughs> Episode 100, no limits, baby. <laughs> well, blah, 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 blah. We got to start um, rattling conspiracies off. But yeah, so the cigarette thing, I, I think it's we're a good one because it's... we 50 minutes and we said we're doing 100 conspiracies. We've like we've we'll like do three. rapid fire. We'll do a lightning round at the end. I just want to finish up with cigarettes real quick. Yeah. Is uh, the whole vape pen thing, remember the whole drama about vape pens oh, killing yeah. people? Oh, yeah. People were getting popped that, in lung. What the fuck happened to that? that was it all went away. E, right? You know why? You know why it went away? Because government regulation cracked down and that's all they really wanted. What they found out was oh. that these vape pens were in a weird limbo where they were not taxed the same as tobacco and um, and people were using them instead of cigarettes. And like I said before, municipalities rely on cigarette money. If cigarettes were outlawed tomorrow, a lot of government budgets would be in a lot of trouble. Right. Because right, yeah. right. they rely on that income the same way like if you and outlaw the lottery. Either way, right? Right. If you outlaw the lottery, 
uh, a lot of education de- departments or s- systems or state so education departments are going to lose funded. Crazy, yeah. The drunk people um, like playing lotto at the bar help fund the which schools. is why which is why lost. there is nothing in place. No, there is nothing in place to to deter gambler addicts. Like you can yeah. go into Seven Eleven and buy a five dollar scratcher five dollars at a time every payday and ruin your life, and they will keep serving. Well, it to Johnny, you. it's because it's, it's the government not, not that nothing. wants the money. There's something right. They they have to put and they do put warnings around oh, they these have kinds ad- of things. They have advertisements. If you yeah, have so do cigarettes, right? You could say it's number, next yeah. to nothing, but it's right. Not and when a gambler, yet. when you see that, you think nothing, right? But when a gambling addict sees that, he goes, "Fuck, I should go gamble," because he's that you put it back in his mind. Oh, I do totally. have some money. Yeah. I should go put something down on the Knicks game. But they also, anyway, they also justify it because if they offer counseling and help to gambling addicts, not all of them are going to take advantage of that. No. Obviously. Because it's a small. It's a small cost to get yes. all that. It's just like when a bar says, "Yeah, yeah." It's like when a bar says, "If you can't drive home, we'll call you a cab." But you let ninety nine percent of the customers leave and drive home, and how many of them are really fine? You know, and how and many of them bars, were your like, friends who you knew were wasted, and you go, "Whatever, uh, you know, I'm busy." Yeah, uh, but yeah. yeah so, so the government, the the government, I would never was that. getting pissed off that these vape pens were skirting all this tax money. And they they couldn't tax it as a vice tax right, yeah. the way they did cigarettes because it's supposed to be healthier. It was marketed as this is better for you. You're not breathing smoke. This is a way to quit smoking. What's the conspiracy? So you, can't, though? you can't vilify it. Is that they, you know, went to their contacts in the media, put up a bunch of stories about people dying from these things, even if it was only like a few dozen people in a country of hundreds of million, and we'll say it's super dangerous, and then that will give. Once it's in the news cycle, then legislators can go, we need to uh, do something to regulate this and tax it and blah, blah. And as soon as that happened and they got their fingers in it, they uh, actually Trump said something about it. Uh, And then then the the big tobacco interests were like, hey, you're going to run into a lot of trouble. We know how this goes. Sell us a piece of your company and we'll help. And a lot of the big companies oh like Jewel God. and yeah. they they sold out. A lot of them sold out. They were like, "Listen, you're going to get shut down Our and have nothing." Are death so or play sell the game. Out. Yeah, play the yeah. game, oh and you God. can keep going. But Do you, you know, every, you're that? not giving you're not giving everybody their piece right now. And so once everyone gets a piece, you can go back to making your shitty, you know, that's fruity fruity interest, vapor right? pens. And and so that's the conspiracy that? theory. Well, I mean, go to YouTube. It's all over. <laughs> I, great, I would say this sure. is a primary source what about right that here. Whole vitamin E oil thing. Like I thought, the vitamin E fake. acetate. Yeah, was it, was, like, it, was, it was very. It was very few cases, Wait, so and those were black market. Still about, it was like what forty people or something. What the popcorn? Popcorn lung? lung is a real thing. What is that? Your lung just starts popping. It's 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 actually from diacetyl plants. Fuck. Uh, back in the day, which is the flavoring and it's the flavoring in popcorn butter. I don't. You know, movie theater popcorn. It has that weird fake buttery taste. Yeah. It's actually vegetable oil with diacetyl added to it, and diacetyl is a by uh, like an industrial byproduct that happens to taste buttery. Don't you? It's get actually that fun beer fact when like the beer lines do, are fucked up. Oh yeah, you can, but it's more commonly a fermentation side effect. If you get like popcorn butter or butterscotch in high concentrations in your beer, uh, it's usually because the yeast. Uh, I thought it was because fucked they up. They didn't clean the lines. Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, that's, That's just more at the bar around the corner from us, Joe. <laughs> yeah, it checks out. Yeah, no, it, it can it can build up in your lines. Um, and in fact, you need to do something called a diacetyl rest during your fermentation, so the yeast will eat it all up. I knew. Um, it. But 
uh, certain beers, certain English styles want it, like certain brown ales and stuff. They want that like buttery taste, but it's usually not good. Who wants a buttery fucking popcorn Unless butter it's IPA? it's blending with the flavor, I don't want it. It, it rarely is. Yeah. Um, but so popcorn butter was these plants where they made diacetyl and the oh. workers inhaling the fumes had like holes, like your lungs just got shredded up. Um, COVID and it was because they were making popcorn flavoring. So your lungs don't actually turn to popcorn. It's just called popcorn yeah. lung. Oh, it's like the black okay. lung is caused by coal smoke or coal soot or dust or whatever. Yeah. It was caused by uh, that stuff, which is why you know you need to wear masks and I thought like, their vat, lung, vats their, are closed in plants now. From the smoking um, turning popcorn. Johnny, wouldn't your I mean, um, wouldn't your vaping conspiracy be a, a perfect mix between the emergent side of things and the sort of like like well, faking emergence? It, in, I don't in that, know like, because it did cause some damage. It probably wouldn't have made the news unless uh, they thought it was. No. This isn't a thing we could take advantage of. I think what makes it a conspiracy is a group of individuals uh, made a concerted effort to make it go the way it did. It didn't just naturally happen. Mm. I mean, it didn't feel you know? natural, that's for sure. Would you agree came out that of like, the way it hit the news and the way... Look, let me put it this way. It worked in that I was someone who generally liked those kind of pens and when that hit the news, I just stopped for a while, and I've stopped since. Because well, it hurt. It hurt thought, the I don't it hurt the cannabis happening. industry a lot because there are no national brands for cannabis vapor pens because it's still federally illegal. They can't even get banks to process their credit card transactions when it's legal in the states they're in. Well, you know the um, Pax Vaporizer, Johnny. That like like black. Yeah, sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they I know, make but I'm saying that they were starting to make these prepackaged ones that you could buy. That were no, totally I mean, legal. Packs, packs um, they pair with things in Colorado and California, and they have an app on the App Store on Google Play and Apple that pairs up with the device, and like you can set temperature control settings very precisely and all these things. Right. Apple, when this thing hit the news, banned that the Packs mm-hmm. app from the App Store. Yeah. And it became this whole thing, and now people were jailbreaking their iPhones just to get like a, a, a sort of off-market brand of the Pax app mm-hmm. on their phone. And it's and, like- and so that's where the conspiracy comes back in, because there's been a concerted effort to keep people away from cannabis for 100 years now, going back to Reefer Madness. And it's because it is a cheap... A natural alternative to a product that can be manufactured and sold at a product at a profit. So the more people you can keep on painkillers or smoking cigarettes instead of cannabis, or you know, pick a thing, uh, you know, smoking uh, smoking cannabis instead of drinking alcohol or coffee or something that's taxed and the government gets a piece of. There's there's been a, a concerted effort to steer people towards that, and I think that's a part of the vape pen thing. They saw it as moving towards you know a, a lot of people. Based- how many people who don't who don't smoke weed, you know, because we're getting to an era where weed smoking isn't like a shady thing you do behind the middle school anymore. It's just like getting a drink or, you know, a cigarette or whatever. How many people do you know who don't smoke go, well, like, I have nothing wrong with it, but I don't want to breathe smoke in, right? That, that's most people's hangups. If you don't smoke anything, I don't want to breathe smoke. That's what's bad for you. But yeah, cannabis doesn't seem to be that bad for you. I know people who smoke it. I know people who eat brownies. Like, it's not so bad. But now all of a sudden, you have a vapor-based alternative that they can participate in. How many people are hanging out and hitting vape pens at shows instead of buying $9 drinks what, or cocktails? What was your um, experience personally, Johnny? Did you notice that when the vapor 
vaporizer pens, like those little batteries that you could carry around your pocket to a concert, for example. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that a lot more people that otherwise would never have smoked weed yes. were smoking? Definitely. Definitely me too. They yeah. go, I don't smoke, I don't smoke. So I'm like, it's not smoke. Just take one hit. Okay. And they finally succumb and try it. And then yeah. guess what? They're at that concert. And instead of paying like $48 for a bunch of beer, they have one beer and they take yeah. two hits of this little battery thing that their friend gave them. And right. all of a sudden they're having an amazing time at the Roger Waters concert or whatever the that's fuck. And the man isn't getting a piece of that. And that's yeah, his big problem. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's there. We could do a I'm whole episode on just cannabis conspiracies. We do a whole episode on cannabis conspiracies, but the, the, the just to see the, the government conspiracies about it in the modern where it is now is in that they're trying to keep the price of it inflated. Like cannabis is an illegal drug that costs hundreds of dollars an ounce. No other crop that's grown in the ground costs hundreds of dollars an ounce. Like a, a, a ton of corn is like a couple of hundred dollars. Like yeah. the idea of spending that much on an ounce of corn is insane. But if people were getting shot and having to smuggle and going to jail for 20 years for bringing corn to your neighborhood, the price would go up if people were still willing to buy it. Wait, why don't we just so, call weed corn then? If corn got you high, then yeah, the government would outlaw it. Yeah. But uh, so the so they they want to keep that as they legalize it, they want to keep that high. Wait, we can sell three grams for thirty dollars, and you're telling me that we can tax it at twenty five percent? Great, and it's like, and well, it's no, so it's good only that people still do that and pay for it. But it's only <laughs> at that price because of the illegality behind right, it, yeah. and and you know. Because, I, oh, I can get it on the street, or you can get it slightly less shady for a little bit more money. A lot of people are willing to pay that because they want it, but it's total bullshit because it really should be like $100 an ounce with like a 10% tax on it. So that's a, that's that's why cannabis legalization is going as slowly as it's going because they haven't figured out how to get the yeah. most out it's of it possible. It's essentially twice as expensive at, at, at dispensaries than it is... Than the black market, which yeah. is why they can't legitimize. That's why they can't just legalize it across the board. Because then, well, like, I'll just grow it in my yard, or I'll just go to my yeah. buddy who grows it. I feel like that's I'll trade your homebrew for it. In New York, yet because they they keep talking about it, and they've been saying mm-hmm. for a while now that oh, we're gonna get this done. Within it's so months, clearly not just now. the science that's leading that oh, decision. It, yeah, it's so cl- so clearly it, right they, because they've identified Cuomo, Governor Cuomo, identified years ago now, essentially that. Yeah, this is something that should be legal. We're looking into legalizing. Okay, yeah, of course, there's always legal ramifications and specific. But you know, the pharmaceutical through. lobby in New yes. York doesn't want that going exactly. through. It's all about the uh, it's all about the financial incentives and the financial. How am I balances. supposed to get reelected yeah. if the pharmaceutical lobby doesn't support? Yeah, me? right. I'm the sure right the, you know you paid. know who you know who's a big lobby who's always against it is the prison guard lobby because they they make nonviolent prisoners that you can fill up cells with and correctional officers don't want more rapists and murderers in jail they want people who aren't going to try to stab them to death with a toothbrush this is why somebody who got caught with a bag of of weed conspiracies this is why they can yang the 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 liberal Mm -hmm. media can yang yeah let's do that one because that one's well documented (laughs) and it's but it makes sense for exactly the reasons you're saying johnny we're all these can you just like say it for people who don't know at what that it's is at yang, all the yang conspiracy the yang it, it's generally called the yang media blackout conspiracy yeah basically there there's i mean there's countless examples where yang either was left out of 
polls and graphics that he should have been included in based on his numbers on corporate media, particularly mm-hmm. particularly MSNBC, but also CNN. We're talking in the hundreds of examples. Um, I forget yes. the link. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll see if I can find yeah, it. Just putting, it documents all of these yeah, examples. Put, putting yeah. a random Asian guy's picture in his place, changing his name, putting a random... Turning his, his mic place, off during the debate. Turning his mic off during the debate. Giving him, giving him a disproportionate amount of airtime during the debate yes, to his correct. polling number yes. compared to like people who were polling below him at the time, which is but so, who were the media darlings, who which they is so, decided yeah, which is so to, ironic because well, that's a whole other thing but, uh, about how they predicate their whole formula on oh, the the lesser people shouldn't be you know penalized more. And asking that's exactly him the, what you did to Yang in terms of his air. Well, because it's a lesser that question. we don't agree yeah. with. But anyways, so Yang and what he a lot of the uh, you know proposals that he makes does not take into account lobbying essentially or these lobbyist interests weirdly enough he looks at solutions to things he looks at (laughs) solutions and guess what the corporate media is not interested in solutions that's not good for business who does that serve that's not their job. No, it's not their job. And so But there is no they. That's the that's the well it's an why I always fall. No, there is they're shareholders. There's a they if you make a decision if you make a decision that's morally right and ethically right, but it costs your company money you can get you can get fired and sued by your shareholders for not trying to increase shareholder value. Right. That is your main job, regardless of what industry you're in, if you work for a public regardless company. Regardless and irregardless. Yeah. Is is to increase shareholder value while whatever product you're doing. Yeah. Um even if you say I made this choice because it's morally right, well, the shareholders are going to sue you now because you just raised everyone's wages when you didn't need to, or you just did this or that or whatever you did. You as just, long you as know. it's, I don't know enough the, about the. That's the least no, realistic part of the, the Iron Man the movie law, was when yeah. the end of the first Iron Man movie when he said Stark Industries isn't making weapons anymore. We're only doing like good, wholesome, high tech stuff. He would have lost his job the next day and been sued to death over it. But it was a comic book movie, so he was able to do it. But in real life, he legally, literally could not have done that with Right, because ironically, company. that's within the rule of law. You can continue making right. weapons that just irreparably destroy entire civilizations. But if you... If you try to close up shop while it's profitable, yeah. that's illegal. No, yeah. but I mean, if you also just use certain chemicals and, and dump them in the wrong way, that's uh, illegal. And you can <coughs> and will get sued or fired for that. So my point is is that the incentives are, are all misaligned. Mm. Obviously, those are bad things and they should be avoided. But there's many other you know, moral conundrums or contradictions like you're pointing out that, hey, at a certain point, we got to make money here, right? We're not in this to, you know, be all, you know, right. fancy. This isn't a social club. This is, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're here, we're here for money. the bottom line. So I think that sort of distracts sometimes from some of the other more hideous elements of industry and, and military industrial complex and pharmaceutical mm-hmm. lobbies and all that stuff is that, oh, we do have these protections. There are people watching out for our well-being and putting these rules and guidelines in place. Yeah, but... Just those, some of them, doesn't mean that everything is being done. Imagine if be society were well, well, just it, the group of us right here, right now, and we were we were the ones in charge. We'd be in trouble. Well, the point is, we would already be in trouble because we're not morally perfect people. Not even. Close. Well, that's why it takes like a tipping now point make that for something to happen. Now make that three hundred million people like, like it's gonna get weird. Well, yeah, that's that's why it takes something big. Like 
yeah, we all know businesses like Joe said they're going to dump shit in rivers if it saves the money. It takes the Ohio River catching on fire yeah. or the Chicago River catching on fire twice in a couple of years yeah. for them to go. Okay, we got to pass some regulations, and the Clean Water Act got passed. Yeah, you're ruining you know, it's gonna, all these other businesses right. now. Yeah. A video of somebody's neck getting kneeled on for nine minutes while he calls out for help and dying that might be what causes police bruta- police reform in this country, even though there are reasons for it before, and there'll be reasons after. It takes something that that clicks. With with enough people that the let's say the conspirator conspire conspirators or those in charge that make these plans that we're talking about that they all look around at each other and go all right we got to give them this one like everyone's yeah, right, on the right. same page and pissed yeah. off like the civil rights movement like but when oh, you wow, say that they're sentence, rioting in every said, city Johnny, we should let them that vote exactly the, the sentence of like like let's say for the george floyd killing like Oh, like, yeah. like everyone's on board. We got to give them this one. How does that actually translate into real world decisions in well, terms of in media the same way and what they promote we can, and all like, that? It's hard to agree with, well, what's safe? What's okay to dump in the environment? Well, we're making medical supplies. So if our products aren't safe, like we try this or that, it's like, yeah, but the river in our city is on fire. We can all agree we don't want our river on fire. It, it's when everyone can agree on on like a simple thing like that. You is think when, the, when the happens. reality comes crashing down, like plain sight, and and you. It's can't something deny you can it. physically point to, like like complex issues are hard to point to and get people to agree on. Yeah, yeah. But if, if, you, if just you go say, look at how Wall Street's manipulating the the dividends of the yeah, blah blah blah, and you it's go, also, I don't know what a dividend that's is. That's also ironic. Fuck. But like, that's, who, who's gonna look at the river in a city that they live in burning and go, I'm fine with that. Free yeah. market. Yeah, if like, you see the even, water burning, even people go, that, that seems wrong. Yeah, Actually even people that totally right disagree, <laughs> people that totally disagree on 99% of stuff are going to go, yeah, well, I don't want my water on fire. But like, there's just certain but that's things ironically, that... Ironically, uh, Johnny, also the problem with Yang's platform was the fact that he was pointing at these underlying causes that aren't... They aren't. They're this, not popular. They're not the sexy version of the issue. They're, they're not, not simple and easy and one-dimensional. They're, they're not the visceral version of of what is yeah. really contributing to many of these issues. But that's right. not to say that it's not. I mean, I, I think, and this is what many of his supporters, such as myself, say, is that they're at least as important, if not in many cases more important, as contributing factors to a lot of these issues that he's trying to address. certainly based on the mm. data. I gotta They're tell. I, I gotta tell you, the more people, especially now that so many people on the left are are for various reasons totally disillusioned with what's happened with this primary season and Biden now being the nominee, the more these people, even as far left as they go, I really make actually listen to what Yang has to say. They're all on board with Yang now, and I'm talking people who are far, far, pretty, left, pretty far, yeah. far deep left. I say, just watch an actual hour-long interview with this guy there's, and what there's, he says, and they can't deny that what he's saying makes a lot more sense than just you know the the nonsense that most their stereotypical politicians say. I think if you're far left, but you're not all the way gone into the territory of like fuck all of this, I just want to see it all burn kind of territory. Joker vibe. Joker vibe, which yeah. I think a lot more people are there than we would like to admit. I don't think a lot okay. more people are there. Let's like now and we're going off the rails here, so let's do our lightning round. Oh and, yeah, How but and we're over been? an hour. Let's just bust out the rest of these theories I got. Okay, yeah. All right, was Tommy go. coming back? Uh, I think he uh, before we do lightning round, we should probably just do the quick COVID conspiracy because we're in the middle of that. There is no quick. No, we'll COVID end with we'll end we'll end with that one. <laughs> there's only All right. there's only complicated COVID. We don't want to end on, on a fast paced note. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll, we'll get to that. Okay, 
Uh, lightning round. Tommy's back. All right. Eating watermelon. Tommy's snacking. He's up. got. All right, lightning. you guys got to be. You guys got to be quick on the true false. Let's do some lightning. You got to be. Oh my gosh, Tommy literally has a tinfoil hat on. Yeah. We are so episode. freaking ready. <laughs> or has a bonnet, he? But. All right. <laughs> Boom. CIA CIA sabotages supply chain for dangerous foreign weapons research to undermine those nations' capabilities. True. Go. True. True. 100%. I've read about it. Operation true. Merlin in the 1990s. CIA used a Russian scientist to pass plans to Iranians to build a nuclear bomb that wouldn't work. Unfortunately, the Russian wasn't in on it. He not, saw the plans weren't correct, told the Iranians they got plans that worked. But they did try. 100% true. Oh okay. God. Boom. Stressful week for the CIA. Next one. <laughs> Next one. Government can uses the magnetic security strips in money to track your location. False. Uh, Which money? You know the new twenty dollar bills that have that false. like oh, magnetic false, strip, false, the false. hologram strip in them. They got credit cards for that shit. Yeah, yeah false. They don't need it. Useless. It is false. Technically, you could detect them and maybe how many bills you have in somebody, Not but you have to be within space. a few feet of them, yeah. and it doesn't really tell you anything. You have a phone in your pocket. Yeah, they would use exactly, that. Exactly. Yeah. Good. Good job, people. You're way more addicted uh, to Facebook. Next. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Operation. Oh, wait. Nope. We'll save that one. That sounds true. (laughs) Uh, I'm calling it now. The Indian Ring of the 1870s. 100% true. Boom. Uh, it's where the government the government had a system of no-bid contracts extending to all the rural forts in the West and Indian reservations where people would just exploit them because there was no one else to buy from. And yeah, Joe's right. It was true. Yeah. Congressmen the go- saw it as The government part exploiting of the- Native Americans? Come on. Yeah. Get when you out. got elected to office, it was like, oh, I get to give some of my friends those jobs now, yeah, right? Like on. it was a perk. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Operation Northwoods. True. True. I know. Okay, you one. guys have heard this one. False yeah. flag. Justification for military intervention in Cuba included yeah. fake blowing up of ships near Guantanamo, yeah. uh, f- including faking the de- uh, uh, funerals proposals. for servicemen. Yeah. And they even considered fake hijacking an airliner and crashing it into a U.S. building. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, Operation was, Paperclip. True. U.S. government created fake records for for Nazi war criminals so they could pass as Americans and get security clearance. That means even NASA didn't know about the war crimes that Von Braun committed because the CIA covered it up for him. But arguably, back to that same moral theory of like Ned Stark and like... Do you have to commit some local? Well, good we're not for going the to their good. reasonings. Just if it hap- if this is true, these th- events happened or not. Truly. Operation Popeye. Yeah. True. 1967 to 1972. The U.S. Air Force attempted to extend the Vietnamese monsoon season to disrupt the supply chain down the mostly unpaved Ho Chi Minh Trail um, so that they would get bogged down and they couldn't move cars and equipment. That's from Slaughterhouse 5, Ice 9. Ran by the CIA without approval or oversight, they dropped heavy metals to seed clouds to cause heavy rainfall, lead iodine and silver iodine. And True. it was discontinued because it was a lack of effectiveness. Plus, they worried about uh, it being used by the Soviets to kill our crops and then by us to kill their True. crops I, and then just mutually assured starvation. I'm pretty sure true. Vonnegut wrote about it in Cat's Cradle. It is true. Yeah, that's true. Is that, was that in the, the, the Burns documentary, the, the, uh, the Vietnam one that came out like two oh, years I ago? Uh, I think he might have mentioned it briefly. That's why um, it maybe... Uh, all right, next one. Next one, boom. Uh, Jimmy Carter put solar panels on the White House and then Big Oil paid Reagan to take them off because... Uh, and then 
big oil also American big oil also caused the oil embargo of 1973 so that we could eventually 20 years later have an excuse to invade the Middle East. That was worth anything at that point. False. Tommy? Uh, I'm going to say true. They pushed back the development of solar panels. There were solar panels put on the White House by Jimmy Carter, and they were taken down by Ronald Reagan. Unclear whether OPEC made them do it or if American oil interests, but there were actual solar panels that Reagan took down because he said they were unsightly. You know but, that uh, uh, documentary "Who Killed the Electric Car"? Like, there's no doubt that like oil companies' yeah. interests lie in not having electric power like dominate. Right, it's like the key thing. Um, or, or competition. So where there's where there's incentive, there's suspicion. It, certainly. Why would they? Yeah. Next. Uh, Next. Come on, bo- faster, uh, faster. Uh, Bohemian Grove is a place where the rich and powerful have an annual retreat in California to plan and discuss the new world order. Um. I, I saw that in an episode of 24, I think, or some other show, something. So Bohemian Grove kind of exists. Uh, it might just be a naturalist retreat for those two rich and powerful to like mingle with the common man and to be a little openly debauched. But they seem to have some pagan-esque rituals. They do have a giant owl statue, and they do sort of a naturalistic uh, incantation to it about like truth and nature and beauty and all that. Um, so, uh, But they claim that it's just like naturalists who just want to get together but in 1942 that was the meeting place for the manhattan project to be discussed Mm. uh a lot of former presidents have been there there's a picture of nixon and reagan sitting at the same table at bohemian grove and they claim that you didn't discuss business it was a place where people from all spectrums of politics could get together and put that outside and just enjoy their class status as rich and powerful uh Alex Jones famously infiltrated them and filmed them burning the big owl, and he was convinced they're like a pagan sex cult or something. But that so could that's just a mix. be like a weird tradition. Even if they burned an owl, like that doesn't prove anything, right? Yeah, right? It might I just mean, like, be a thing. Burn they, they burn a big guy if, at Burning Man. If I came to a cabin, Johnny, that, that you hosted like a weekly, I mean, sorry, yearly uh, like get-together with friends, I would be like, hey, man, that's pretty cool, the whole owl burning thing. I don't know what it means, but like that was cool. And you'd be like, cool, man. And like, it doesn't mean I know what the fuck's going on with the owl burning or there's some conspiracy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I have one last lightning round. And then, I mean, we didn't even get to my assassination list. Yeah. Not, not, that's not the right way to say it. List of people (laughs) who have already been assassinated and the theories about the causes. This is not a list. We'll talk to legal about how to edit that part. I should have worded that a bit better. What do you have to say? We'll find out after. Uh, all right. Uh, all right. So Canadian government developed gaydar in the 1960s so as fake. to identify and exclude them from the armed services. Fake. True. Totally fake. fake. Obviously. What, what does that mean? That fake. you're asserting gaydar exists? No, True. he's asserting that the Canadian government attempted to invent gaydar. No, no. The Canadian government developed a yeah, form of gaydar. In the 1960s, so as to identify wait, and wait, wait. exclude. Is, that, is, is that, like, that just people looking at people and being like, "Yeah, they look good." Yeah, is that is that a loophole? <laughs> like true, they sent yeah. a bunch of they Doesn't sent a bunch of. Work. It's developing gaydar training people to recognize gay. Yeah, people? they just sent a bunch of people to the the, the club. The point is, is it a Dwight Schrute machine? Like, no, no, no. Where you swipe the point, yeah, no, that's what I. The point know. isn't the the effectiveness of an absurd machine. The point is, was it sanctioned by the Canadian government and tried? Like, was no, it you didn't say they actually attempted. You said they developed. Did they call it gay? Right, but... 1960s? Yeah. True. 
Tommy says true. Joe says fake. In the 1960s, I'm going to say they attempted to, if that's your language. No, no, they developed a form of it. No, but I'm asking, on, when and you you're say not, developed a form of it, it wasn't just a... Too much. Do you mean an actual machine, <laughs> like a toy gun yeah. that... Uh, I'll read you the next line. Okay. Professor Frank Robert Wake was tapped by the Canadian government to create the fruit machine, as it was known. <laughs> it... That's the code name. <laughs> it was called the fruit machine. It had it had a name, and oh, it was a dev- it was a gaydar device. So you still think it's fake? They did okay, yes. I'll keep going. Fake. It was uh, it measured a subject's pupil dilation after exposure to homosexually explicit images, and based on your reaction, so they thought this? they could tell if you were we uh, aroused or not, and. Then they could identify you as a we homosexual. We should do a cast where we get that machine and pair it with like a breathalyzer and just see what happens. She'd be <laughs> okay, like, so take another shot. True? Try it again. Was it true? All right. So I'm gonna cut you. I'm gonna cut you off here because you're bordering on offensive. Because it is true and it ah, is really? something that that yes, and it is something that the gay community is still very upset about, and they are still trying to get a public apology from the university that professor worked for. It was used to fire over 400 people. And and the government kept files on uh, over 9,000 people that they suspected of having it. Oh, so that it the test was inconclusive. It wasn't to join the armed forces even you need to do it. If they just decided that they were suspicious. If they were a little suspicious or you were up for a promotion or you know what? He's been a, he's a bachelor and he's 45. What the hmm, fuck's wrong with people? It's the 60s. So they you Jesus. would be subjected to the fruit machine. Who who gives a fuck? Because they what thought is, that was important in the sixties. I know, like I I, I I understand that we have so many issues today, but when you think about that and how many more people really felt, don't you feel like fewer people actually feel that way today? Which is a good thing, right? So few. It's just mind blowing. I don't know if I would agree. So few people feel that way. I would agree that's, that that's, so few people should feel that way, considering how different we are. No, I'm saying that time few, compared to the '60s, yeah, than they did in the '60s. Compared to the '60s, uh, I mean, unfortunately, a lot of people still have issues with it. But I think most people, like, it's been demystified. Like most yeah, people know sure. somebody. Well, there's no Gator oh. fruit machine now, so yeah, it, it, people used to be so scared and, and have to like hide it. Had one. <laughs> people would go their whole lives in the '60s and never meet anyone who was openly gay because yeah, it was right. dangerous to be so. Right. Um, That's so true, yeah. it still is. So people, it's world. easier. It's easier well, to convince people that it's easier to convince people that the other is evil if they've never met the other. That's you very know? true, yeah. That's like, how many people true. knew... How many Americans yeah. that were outraged after 9-11 knew a Muslim, yeah. you know? Right. Or after 1941, had a friend who was Japanese and was still out, that's, you know, and freaked uh, out. Like That's it, Daryl Davis's just, whole ethos. You know Daryl Davis? The guy who... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Who meets with KKK the, people and slowly yeah. DKKKifies them. His whole yeah. premise. Dare I say, effective, well, <laughs> an effective it, version of, of fixing it, problems. His yeah. whole premise going in is that how can you hate me if you don't know me? And he's pointing out exactly what you're saying, yeah. Johnny. That people they they look at. In the case of these KKK people, they look at black people as the boogeyman because they don't really know any black people, or if they do, they don't actually talk to them. So his whole thing is, I'm just going to bear it and deal with, you know, their overwhelming ignorance for this sort of, yeah. you know, greater It's cause. easier to dehumanize the other if you yeah. don't know the other, and right. that's why they, that those groups get chosen as the yeah, other oftentimes. Right. Yeah. But um, 
I think we should do a whole second episode. We didn't even get to. I have a whole thing on Lincoln, JFK, and Princess <laughs> Diana were the you three that I focused that? on. When we did the first conspiracy episode. We had to break it up into two for the same reason. Yeah, and here we are with part three. Let's do episode a hundred part. We didn't even get to the COVID. COVID. We also didn't get to uh, what's her name. Uh, that that's uh, a lot. We Epstein. Get to. Fucking chick just slain Maxwell. Oh, she just did. got arrested. We, you know what? We in should New do another. Hampshire. What was we she should, doing I, in New I have I have a Obviously lot of theories about that. she was there the that. whole time and they knew the whole time. Oh god. No, Who's I have a lot of theories her? about what's going on in New England. I will say also um, out of all the theories Jesus. we've talked about in conspiracies, we didn't mention well we did actually talk about them, never mind. I was going to say we didn't talk about aliens too much. Uh, there's we a lot did to one talk theory about. On Roswell well, we've done entire alien cast. We could do so. a whole yeah, alien sure. cast. Yeah. Let me just say for the public record, I am not suicidal. Thanks. <laughs> That's good. I'm saying like that's a thing you have to tweet out if you don't like. The you're Clintons. better off just you're better off just giving money to the Clintons. If you Foundation. don't like the Clintons, you just have to say publicly on record. Yeah, just send them a few bucks, Luke, suicidal. and you'll be on there. Send them a few bucks, and you'll be on the white list. Have you okay? seen that just... meme going around? It's Hillary Clinton making a quick phone call, being like, "Hi, suicide suicide yeah, hotline." Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm I'm trying to uh, hire someone for. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, no, it's I'd like to place an order. Yeah, yeah I'd like to meme. place an order. Right, <laughs> yeah. well, well, does anybody have any quick like uh, conspiracies they can blast off and like? 30 seconds to him. I got the 30 second COVID no, leak from a lab thing. You don't. Yeah, COVID is <laughs> is clearly it, it's like 90% likely that COVID <laughs> 90%. Yeah, that it leaked from a lab. Um it's <laughs> Why do you have a 10% margin of error? It's extremely uh <laughs> he well does, he doesn't know. Come on, it's fine. I I'm happy to to link to the relevant literature. <laughs> but um no, it's it's um okay. It's extremely good at at transmitting indoors, extremely poor at transmitting outdoors. Yeah. Um that's only something that would happen to a virus that evolved in Okay, 30 seconds. Outside. I think I'm at like 21. <laughs> no, um, it was 30. I've been counting. In, in, All right, next. You're definitely at Faster. 30 now cuz I it's been 9 seconds since we started arguing. All right, <laughs> All clever. Right. All right, my 30 second conspiracy is a very simple one. And that is that the government has been experimenting on pigmen since the 60s. I've seen pigmen. Yeah. All right. See, that was three seconds. You're well under the cap, Joe. Good job. Agreed. Can Tommy I have your go. other 27 right, I got seconds? a couple, but let's start with one right now. So the first one is that the planet isn't gr uh, the planet is growing. It's getting larger. Oh, tectonic plates are <laughs> a myth. Tectonic plates yes. are a myth. I saw that, that. The planet was actually smaller when all the uh, continents were Pangaea, and the dinosaur, there was gravity was greater. That's why the dinosaurs existed. And then the planet has grown, and that's why the mm. continents have shifted. Nah, it's bullshit. That's thirty second. Uh, it was under thirty seconds. I got one seconds, about though. plants. So I was, I was. See if it's I under thirty seconds. I was writing go. about consciousness. You're like that annoying today. kid in kindergarten who it's like, yeah, you used your play, to, your your talk time, and you're still. What do they say in Congress? I'd like to uh, reserve the remainder of my time to the gentleman from uh, Go yeah, Fuck Yourself. I would like to. I've never gotten a full thirty seconds as the articles of I would Congress like to allocate, of Funk Tank uh, would Mr. dictate. Mr. Genie, sir, I would like to allocate my other twenty seven seconds to the gentleman in this shirt over there. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. I just wanted to say about that's my gavel so I just wanted to say there's, shut. there's a lot of evidence that plants um talk to each other <laughs> they they have thoughts they have emotions so what i'm trying to tell you is is it possible that plants and trees are all in on it together have against you, us have mm. you seen the movie the happening i, I know have that movie. yes <laughs> And I have a what I'm question. talking is like there's scientific evidence about the fungi networks underneath like there's oh like avatar no, underneath the trees, there are fungi networks where the trees like communicate with each other, trade resources, they trade carbon, they trade water. 
but also plants communicate with each other through pheromones. If you put like a, a ripe apple in with like a non-ripe apple, the non-ripe ap- ripe apple will like become ripe much more quickly because of the pheromones released by the ripe apple. They talk to each other. Well, you, you need to get out that, more. That scent, you know that okay, that was, that was like 30 seconds. Grass. I think they're smell? all in on it. Yeah, that fresh cut. That is like yeah. a pheromone they're sending off like danger. It's a We're danger thing. cut right now. So yeah. when, when yeah. beetles are when beetles yeah, are that is eating, a thing. when beetles are eating a leaf, the leaf will give off pheromones and warn surrounding plants and trees, and they will put out protective right, measures right. against. There, I like there's, that. I don't there's know. There's a, a kernel. Hold on. There's a kernel of truth in that, Luke. It's not all beetles and all trees. You kind of made a broad statement there. It's a specific type Luke of plant. Making a broad statement. It's I not just any time a beetle. Any time a beetle eats a leaf. That leaf is not talking to the other leaves. Like, yo, bro, they got me. I was. They caught me. <laughs> they caught me tripping. You got to pick it up. Well, but you're well, right. There are certain plants that do that. All right, and that's an episode right. for another. Wait, podcast. no, I didn't get my thirty seconds. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, keep going, keep going. Yeah. No, I'll okay. give you twenty-one uh, seconds and then interrupt <laughs> no, the other nine. Go ahead. Okay, ready? Go. Birds aren't real. Uh, they were created by the government and Big Bird, uh, which is the industry that runs it. And clouds are actually t- designed to. Most clouds are hiding drone projectors that project image of birds. You ever see touch a bird while it's flying? I don't think so. This is my thirty seconds. All right, I like it, Joe. I I did mine. No, you got to keep going. I said pigmen. That's it. Yeah, I don't think birds are real. Pigmen. I'm with you on that. Yeah. I got two words for you: Japanese Jesus. Jesus. What? It's true. Jesus. So there's a theory going around, conspiracy, that this it's man went around. up to northern Japan and he found the tomb of Jesus himself. And the theory goes that he, uh, his Jesus' Japanese brother, Isukira, uh, <laughs> snuck so onto, the, onto the cross and switched himself out with him. And uh, It's all that, documented that, on YouTube, that folks. That allowed Jesus <laughs> to travel through Siberia and then live the rest of his days out in northern Japan. It would have taken him a hundred and... It would have taken him 150 years to walk to Japan from the Middle East. You know Are you kidding you me? You know what's disturbing about That's this? That's the conspiracy. You know what's disturbing about this is that if you go to the citation guidelines for writing papers, academic papers now, Twitter is Their included. guidelines? I thought they just Twi- abandoned those. Twitter is included. YouTube is included because these are relevant platforms to... Uh, you can go to YouTube and find really great information. You can also find whatever the hell Tommy just said. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's, it's true. It's even more Wild West than what's already out there is legitimate research. So it's even more confusing now than ever, which is why I think... But you, you could argue the peer review system is the Wild West now. Sure, but YouTube is just... I can, As much more so. I can go on YouTube yeah. today and post even crazier stuff that won't sure. wouldn't yeah. get published as peer review. Yeah. This is on YouTube. Mm-hmm. For example. That's a good example, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, my point is, I think you need to... COVID just, was leaked folks, from the lab, you, is you what your point just, is? <laughs> sure. You just need to be very vigilant in refining your conspiracy radar. Yeah. And that starts with refining oh, I your, see. your own self-assessment. You want to bookend this. So let's give them I'm a trying, lesson. Man. Let's give them a lesson to walk away from. Uh, yeah, I think the lesson would be play with conspiracies, have fun, go one way, go the other way, stay flexible, stay in that metacognitive space but also, where you're al- not believing one thing always, or another. Always ask, why do you really believe what you believe? And if you're not willing to honestly answer that question, then what are you doing? You're well, this is the question, time. Johnny. I believe you asked this in the original conspiracy episode. You ask yourself or ask someone else or they ask you, but you should be able to answer this. What evidence could be presented that would make me change my mind? 
if you can't cite any evidence that would make you change your mind, you're not, you're not, you don't have any kind of valid yeah, e- hypothesis. Even, even if it's hypothetical, right? Hypothetical. Just in a hypothetical world. Hypothetical yeah. could be the laws of physics will completely change. Yeah. Right. That's that's right. evidence. So that those are some great actual like lessons for people. But I want to end it on a uh, Chris Tucker clip, right. if I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I can. Sure. I cannot and will not disagree with that. Okay. This is from uh, the seminal classic Rush Hour Two. Lee, let me introduce you to Carter's theory of criminal investigation. <laughs> Follow the rich white man. Follow the rich white man. Exactly. Now you're learning. Every big crime has a rich white man behind it waiting for his cut. Now, in our case, we know who the rich white man is. Stephen Rain. Who? Stephen Rain, the hotel billionaire. I saw him on Ricky Tan's boat. Rick when the shooting started, he was way too cool. Now, I'm going to tell you something. When people start shooting, white people ain't that cool. they either running around, hiding behind tables, or screaming like, <laughs> You sound like that all the time. Let me tell you something about black people. When stuff goes down, we keep our cool. Okay, this that's... The first part about <laughs> yeah, yeah, follow the rich white man. Pretty accurate in most of these theories. So yeah. let's just end it on that because Chris Tucker. Question brilliant. everything and stay grounded. Oh, there you go. Title. That's it. The That's, it. That's the sound bite. That's All right. So thank you for joining us after a hundred episodes. If you've stuck, we with can't us believe you made it and listened to all one hundred episodes. I can't you know what? I Crack a Heineken and just enjoy yourself because you've earned it. You should we release it. all the betas on Drunk Tank? Definitely not. Speaking of drunk Someone has to sift through them and decide if they're listenable. And I'm not willing to do that work. Oh, God. Me neither. <laughs> do you think we could pay someone to do that? I won't. Donate on Patreon, and maybe we'll pay someone to listen to all of our or beta episodes. Or if you get us a 1,000 more downloads before episode 101, you'll get the Rainbow Connection. I think that's a good deal. I think it's a great, a great deal. If, if we get a thousand downloads before the next episode, even if that means you only tell ten people and they download all hundred episodes, we just want to we just want to get the the servers working. You know what I mean? We want to yeah. get the the throughput of the how, how does this work? Throughput, Luke. If we get a thousand downloads, Luke. If we get a thousand downloads in a week, I'll let you punch me in the face. Okay, that's <laughs> that's how sure I am. This isn't going to happen. Oh. Oh, we're going viral, baby. We're yeah, but you, pro- you promised us 5,000. It's a virus, <laughs> a computer virus. Yeah, if you can make us go viral in any sense of that word, but we'll, we'll set the limit as we need to hit 11,000 by episode 101. Correct. We will figure out a way in, in whatever way we can to sing Rainbow Connection in a frog suit. You can't even say Rainbow <laughs> Connection right now. Yeah. That's I'll eat my own feet after I from, turn them into potatoes and boil them. You heard it from we the get frog's mouth, downloads. ladies and gentlemen. All right, so folks, and if we get the, three thousand downloads, I'll do. I'll be in the frog suit and I'll try to put my legs behind my head. This rambling, <laughs> he'll, pee, he'll, so. eat, he'll eat frog's legs too. <laughs> this rambling that for no, every every thousandth more download before episode one hundred and one, he'll eat another frog leg. So if you get us ten thousand more downloads, he'll eat nine frog legs. And if if we get to twenty thousand, I'll eat so all the frog legs I can get yeah. and then throw them up on camera and then sleep. Oh, in guys, <laughs> wait, the, hold on. There's there's the one more the theory. There's, there's, there's one more theory we really got to cover, and it's all. Yeah. Oh yeah. Up. So does right. he win? Well, this rambling. Know. Oh yeah, we used to do that on the podcast. I know it's it's a good apropos. Oh fuck him! You could say it's an apropos moment. <laughs> <laughs> How can we win even though he'll get last word? We could sing Rainbow Connection. 
No, that would be giving away too much. Oh, yeah, sure. Well, let me plug the next thing. All this drunken rambling that has nothing to do with the episode I'm not drunk. I'm not drinking. You can look forward to it in the Patreon. Subscribe. Oh, catch much more. Like, like share and subscribe. Listen to all the right, all right. <laughs> all right. We got right. Sheffern to Sheffern more yeah. episodes. I should probably for hit you. stop. I'm not even saying on words. On uh, a drunk tank podcast. All right, all right. Uh, you see what Johnny's about to do when you hear him is. Um, so, oh, I got one more. He's going to be sitting in he's his Chevy. What is the car? And, oh, he was I, sitting I, in his Chevy way before he was getting paid I, to I shit. I believe his Chevy, Chevy cost $7,700. Well, he's going ice fishing. He's chicken in a shanty in his gaming chair by beach, his beach chicken in a shanty <laughs> computer. I'm gonna hit stop. Cut the cord. Yeah, cut the cord. All right, all right. I, I cut many cords. Oh yeah, no. you know what I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen. All right, all right. Oh, uh oh, uh oh. The call dropped. They they don't want us to talk about this, guys. We're gonna have to come back from a more secure location where they can't tap into us. Um. All right. So thanks for listening, and hopefully. You'll hear it from a more secure location next time. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the Funk Tank podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, If you want to help us out, please consider leaving a rating or a review wherever you listen to podcasts and uh, share it with people you think might like it. And if you really want to support us, you can go over to patreon.com slash Thunk Tank podcast. We have links to this in, in the episode description and other places. And for as little as $1 an episode, you can help us keep the lights on. And you also get access to a very special Drunk Tank uh, feed of episodes. So every few episodes, we'll have a few more beers and record an extra 20 to 30 minutes of extra thunky, silly, uh, whateverness. So there's a separate RSS link you can get from there. And if you put that into a podcast player, you'll get your own separate feed of only the Drunk Tanks. I think we have about six or seven of them out already and more to come. Thanks for listening and stay funky.